Hello, I'm Nathan Hughes, and this is the Purcast. Hi, once again, I'm Nathan, and I am so excited to welcome you to the very first episode ever of the Purcast. It's been a long time in coming, a long time in development, and I'm pretty excited to finally be speaking to you today. A couple of questions I'd like to answer right away are pretty basic. One, what is the Purcast? Well, the Purcast is going to be a podcast about cats, specifically about loving cats. For cat fanciers, cat owners, and just anybody who loves cats. I love cats. That's why I'm doing this. The only reason you have to listen is you love cats too, and this is a place where you can do it with me and with others. Hopefully we can build a little community around this podcast. A word about how I intend to do it, my general approach will be not to agitate or advocate, but to educate. Not that I have all the answers. As a matter of fact, I'm a lifelong learner about cats. I hope you are too because that's a lot of the fun of loving cats. So this will be a place where we can learn, we can talk about it, we can just generally come to share our enjoyment of them. The next question I'd like to answer is, who am I? You don't know me, and hopefully by the time this episode is over, You will a little bit. To start the Purcast, we're going to do a series of introductory episodes. Five, maybe six, I'm not sure at this point, but at least one, the first one, will be about me. Then I'll do an episode each on each of my cats. I have four. Some of you know them from... One of my cat's Facebook page, Dakota the Bunny-Faced Lion. I have no doubt that some of you who are listening have followed his page for years. Well, even you'll find out a few things you don't know in this introductory series, so I encourage you to stick with it. I grew up in a unincorporated area north of Rockford, Illinois. In the late 60s, my parents divorced and I lived with my dad starting at about age six. And we had cats. It was just me and him and the cats. I forget how we got the first one. I think it was probably at a shelter, but we just kind of kept amassing them. over the years, for the lack of a better word. I remember the most we ever had at one time was five. And over the years, 
we had as many as nine different ones. And that would be from like second grade through high school graduation for me, my entire school years. I remember at least one batch of them was due to one of our cats having a litter. And we kept all three, four of the cats. I forget how many exactly now. I'd like to say I grew up a cat savant from that period, and I was really interested in them the whole time. But that wouldn't be quite right. <laughs> I liked the cats. I loved the cats. I didn't put myself into them as I do now. I wasn't a student of them. I was a kid. I remember one time we had, my dad said we had too many, and he said we need to give a couple of them away. And doing so upset me so much, we asked the people we gave them away to back. Spaying and neutering was not a thing we gave any attention to. So, cats and pregnancies happened. This was a neighborhood where a lot of cats roamed free. We lived next to a pretty busy highway. And unfortunately, I remember long in my junior high and high school years, recovering some of my cat's bodies after they got hit on that highway. Back then, it didn't affect me nearly as much as it would now. The other thing I remember about growing up would be how I marveled at my dad and how he was with our cats. how they would come to him and seek his attention, which they never did with me. I remember in particular at the dinner table, they would jump up in his lap while he ate, and yet they wouldn't touch the food on his plate. They would wait patiently until they, he gave them the gay. He gave them a piece, sorry. And I just marveled at him. The bond that he had with him, I didn't understand it. I understand it now. There were some things I learned through the years. One of them was how mean people could be. One time, one of our cats came home in, for the, in from overnight to get breakfast and had a broken leg. A rear leg was just dangling. And fortunately, it was a clean break, but it walked with three legs. 
and just kind of drug the other one along. Well, we did have a regular vet we went to that was only about a mile from the house, and my dad said he thought somebody had lured it up close and then kicked it and broke its leg. And the vet agreed that's likely exactly what happened. It took an operation to reset the leg, and the cast was on it for weeks. I also recall that my position on declawing was set very early. We had a solid black cat, very well-tempered, but he liked to scratch furniture. I mean, all cats scratch. They all choose different things to scratch. We didn't have scratchers. Uh, most of the time, they'd go outside and scratch trees. All the cats were indoor-outdoor cats all year round. But this one liked to scratch furniture, so my dad had it declawed. And again, same vet. He said, this one's, this one's claws bled quite a bit. Oh, that's not good. They'll heal. He'll heal up. But after the front claws healed, my dad was outside and this black cat was in the yard and a neighbor's dog came over and chased him. And the dog wasn't vicious or anything. Probably very familiar dog that probably wouldn't have known what to do with a cat if he caught him. But my dad said he, the cat, ran toward a tree, just going to shimmy up a tree and get out of danger. And he couldn't do it, of course. He couldn't climb the tree. Finally, he had to, I think he jumped up on a picnic table or, or something or ran into the garage. But of the two things a cat will do to protect itself, fight or flight, not having front claws took both options away. And my dad told me he'd never have that done to another one. Of course, since then, I've learned what actually happens during the procedure of declawing, and that alone would be enough, but that is when I formed the opinion that I would be against declawing. I had my favorite cat, was a big tabby, male tabby named Tigger. I called him Tig for short. He and, he and I had quite a bond. <clears throat> and I believe that one litter we had <laughs> was from him. In the summer between 
eighth and ninth grade, I went and spent it with my sister in Florida. And I didn't know about it until I got back. But the day after I left, Tigger was hit by a car and killed. And my dad told my sister, don't tell him. And she didn't. And that was probably wise. They told me when I got back. Out of high school, I joined the Air Force. And I went to a technical school at Great Lakes Naval Base. That was little over an hour from the house, and I was able to come home every week. During my senior year of high school, my dad was diagnosed with cancer. And some of the last times that I got to spend with him was when I came home on those weekends. After he passed, well, let me back up. The timeline was I graduated from high school in June, went in the Air Force in August, started going to the technical school at Great Lakes Naval Base along about late September, early October, and my dad passed in February of the following year. Shortly after, I was shipped off to my first permanent duty station, an Air Force base in Washington State. And to be honest, I don't know what happened to the cats. I had other things to think about. But when I stopped and <laughs> I remember it very clearly. My sister told me the house had sold. She's older than I am. was more in tune to the situation. And she told me the house was sold, and I asked her what happened to the cats. And she said, what do you think? Well, I didn't really want to think any more about that. Still don't. So... Living in Washington State, McCord Air Force Base, Tacoma, Washington, starting in about the summer of 81. I was newly married at 19. And before very long, I missed cats and wanted to have some. My first wife and I rented places off base. We didn't live in base housing at that time. 
and we went and got two shelter cats. One, well, both were males. One was six months old, and he's he's still I remember him fondly. He was not a calico, but different shades of brown and black and white. Really, no orange to him. He was white and cinnamon colored. Really, really handsome cat. And he was still a kitten. He was about six months old. Full of life, playful. The other cat, see, I had seen cats get sick and cats get well before. So when I looked at a cat, I looked at the best version of him. This gray tabby was so sick. And I thought, he has needs. I mean, most people had passed him by. I was scared for his chances of survival, to be blunt. So I chose him and took him to his first vet visit. And the vet said he has a bad URI, upper respiratory infection. And I helped restrain the cat while the vet gave him a shot and some oral medicine there in the office. And struggling against the restraint and what was going on just absolutely exhausted him. I remember him laying between the front car seats in an unnatural position just because that was when he finally got exhausted enough to be still and he wasn't going to put any energy into laying comfortably. He just, he was spent. Took him home, finished the course of his medications, fed him proper and regular, and within a few weeks, it was a transformation. Oh, their names, before I go any further, the little cinnamon and white cat I named Punko because he was, uh, <laughs> he was quite playful and mischievous. So he was Punko, and because the tabby was in such scraggly shape, I named him Tom Bones. And it fit at the time, but thankfully it didn't fit for long. Because he came out of his illness, he gained so much weight, his eyes and coat got bright. He was a beautiful cat. But he had been astray. It was obvious. And that was the life he returned to. It was like, hey, appreciate everything you've done for me, but time for me to move on now. And again... These were indoor-outdoor cats, and there was one time he went outdoors and never came back in. 
I think he just thought it was time to move on. Punko, he might not have been of the same mindset, but the same thing happened. One time he didn't come back. And uh, when that happened, I decided it was probably best not to get any more cats at that point. Because around military bases, there are a lot of apartments and a lot of landlords, and most don't take pets of any kind. And we didn't want our choices of where to live to be limited to pets only. Still think about those guys every now and then. But I would not have another cat for about another 25 years or more. Every now and then I go to shelters and visit, but not often. Life gets busy. Didn't think about cats very much for quite a while. Whenever I'd see one at a friend's house or a neighbor had one, I'd, I'd practically adopt it, <laughs> be its second parent. I always liked them. I just, I just tabled any thought about having them. It was quite a while. Folks, in the process of doing this episode, I've decided that what we'll do is uh, put a bookmark in the intro to me right here. Between the end of this episode and the start of the next, we'll push the fast-forward button. We'll go from the early 80s to around 2010. 25-plus years. Because in that time, I didn't really have much to do with cats. And also, I want to get to the good part. I want to tell you about my cats. And when we come back, I'll tell you about the first one I had after all that time. After I tell you about each of my cats, each one of them will get their own episode. Finish it up in, uh, in the fifth episode of our intro series. That'll be the last one. And I'll talk more about what I've been doing lately. Uh, again... A lot of you are familiar with a big part of it, uh, my cat Dakota's Facebook page. But I'll tell you a little bit more about that. Uh, if you've never heard of that, I'll clue you in on it. And a little bit more. Be something for everybody. And when our introductory series of five episodes is over, we'll find our groove. But for now... Until next time, love cats.
if you like this episode, you should like our Facebook page. Search for The Percast. There you can react to this or any other episode, ask a general question or leave a comment, an idea for a future episode, just any kind of input you have. Can't promise an answer to every message or post, but everyone will be read. Thank you very much for listening.